What's up, everybody? Welcome back from an extended break to another episode of the ASAP podcast. I'm Scooney. And I am Megan. We have been gone for a while, and we sincerely apologize about that. We are back with new material. We hope you enjoy it. Yeah, thought we would keep it lighthearted and share some interesting facts, so let's get into it. Let's do this. Harriet the tortoise who died in 2006 had seen Charles Darwin in person. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Sometimes I think it would be cool to be turtle because... A tortoise, I guess, is, is more... Even though tortoise, it did yes. say turtle, I think. No, it didn't. I did. It does say tortoise. <laughs> but, you know, tortoise or turtle. Turtles live in live water. Very long times. Yeah. But... I don't know. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Woolly mammoths were still alive while Egyptians were building the pyramids. 2660 BCE. The pyramids of Giza. Giza. Oxford University existed for hundreds of years before the Aztec Empire was founded in 1428. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Uh, did you know that Betty White is older than sliced bread? I had heard that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Betty White will outlive sliced bread, too. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced of that, dude. When she dies, it's going to be a national tragedy. Yeah, she was born in 22, and sliced bread was introduced in 1928. That's insane. So she got six years on I it. think I love Betty White more than sliced bread, and I just bought two loaves of bread today at the store. It's because you can't buy Betty White. She can't be owned or held down by anything. Yeah, yeah, it is crazy. I want to be her when I grow up. Let's see here. George Washington died in 1799. The first dinosaur fossil was discovered in 1824. George Washington never knew dinosaurs existed. You know what's funny about that? Some people today still don't know that. (laughs) Or they've been told it and they're like, nah. Yeah, well, I mean, at least George Washington, at least Washington had an excuse. Like there was no evidence at the time (laughs) that they existed. Do you think if somebody had told him about it that he'd believe it? I think if somebody would, well, I don't think, if somebody had discovered a fossil while he was alive, I think he would have been um, He'd curious. Have had to seen and, it. Well, he would have been curious and intrigued that like something crazy existed at one point. Like I think he was an intellectually uh, curious. Yeah, enough to, to not be like, oh, rubbish. Nah. <laughs> Nintendo was founded when Jack the Ripper was still on the loose, 1889. Wow. Jesus, dude. Yeah, because you know Nintendo actually didn't start as uh, a gaming company. I did not know that. Yeah, Nintendo, well, not games as we know them at least. Nintendo, the Japanese gaming company associated with video game legends such as Mario, Donkey Kong, Zelda, and the Pokemon characters, is actually much older than the video game era. They originally made playing cards. And the company Hmm. was founded way back in 1889 when the infamous Jack the Ripper was creating havoc on the streets of London. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. This is saying that Harvard University was founded before calculus was invented. Jesus Christ. Right? So established in 1636, Harvard is the oldest institution of higher education in the U.S. Um, and at the time, the new college um, had no calculus classes because it didn't exist. The invention of calculus would come in the late 17th century with the Godfrey Lisbon's 1684 publication of the Nova Methodist. 
Wow. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Latin in there, which which yeah, I don't think of, we're fluent in. Right. I'm kind of fluent in it. Nah. It's one of those I'm fluent in if I read it three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> I can be fluent in it if I have somebody tell me what it says. Right. Uh, yeah, there was that one that I, I read um, about Oxford University existing for hundreds of years before the Aztec Empire was founded in 1428. Like... It's, it's just crazy think, to I think. I don't think people like it's it's because it is hard to fathom how quickly we've evolved. Yeah. Like all of these things were happening simultaneously, all different areas of the world. Yep. Yep. It's crazy to think about. Oh, here's one. Anne Frank and Martin Luther King Jr. were born in the same year, 1929. If anybody doesn't know who Anne Frank is, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yep. Google. <laughs> Google it. Today's oldest living tree, and today might, this might actually be several years old, but it says today's oldest living tree, Bristol Cone Pine, was already a thousand years old when the last woolly mammoth died. That's insane. I just saw yesterday there was an article talking about, you know, the fires in California, that they've hit the redwoods. Oh, yeah. In, in an area. Yeah, those fires in California are, well, you know, if they would just clean up their floors... <laughs> That's what, that's Damn, what the president not says. Vacuuming. Yeah, you just got to go out there and sweep the forest, people, and you won't have all these forest <laughs> fires. Star Wars came out the same year as the last guillotine execution in France, 1977. Wow. Can you, it's crazy to think A that, guillotine in, in, was going yeah, that people were getting their heads lobbed off in the 70s. Wow. Ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's. <sighs> Have you thought about that being like a guillotine would be? Because, you know, it's over in a split second. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, there was, um, I don't know who it was, but somebody uh, back in the day was trying to determine if there was any consciousness uh, left after the head was severed from the body. You know um, what I mean? I would think momentarily. I mean, that's, that is horrifying to think about. I know, but I would have to To like think. be aware of that. I would have to think on some level there'd have to be a few moments before you fade to black. Yeah. I don't think it was ever definitively um, proven though, but it was you, somebody who was like taking the heads of, you know, convicted criminals and stuff like that. And like, he would like call out their name and, and just try different stimuli to see if he could get a reaction. And that's the crazy shit about it too, is because like in order to answer these questions, you have to do the tests. And the only way you can do the test is on the subject. Yeah. I mean, now that would clearly be, unethical you know it's crazy to think well so that was back in like happens the, and they just don't tell us about it that was back well when the, that was going on that was probably like the 1700s when 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 those tests were those experiments uh were taking place hmm. i don't know by the time the pilgrims made it to plymouth rock there was a palace of the governors in new mexico in 1620 hmm. yeah you know what else is crazy to think while a lot of the world was um very primitive you know what i mean like basically probably not too far removed from fighting with sticks and stones china was writing on paper and and right. messing around with gunpowder and stuff like they were um quite advanced those chinese china <laughs> huge china that's one of, that is one of those things like don't get me wrong i don't i don't listen to the chinese government and believe what they're saying but there is no denying the level of advancement that they've achieved. Oh they yeah, they it's, they have they literally have one of the oldest like civilizations of yeah, all time. One of them, yeah. I mean, they they've been around for 
quite a while. I mean, there is it is reasonable to separate the Chinese communist government of today right. uh, from the Chinese people. culture yeah. and Chinese people. Yeah. Of wow. Um, this kind of makes America not look so um, out of touch. Uh, Swiss women got the right to vote the same year the U.S. drove a buggy on the moon. 1971. Wow. That's crazy. Hmm. I and mean, I thought they were relatively progressive. We, we were actually ahead of, of a pretty Stay progressive Swiss. place. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Swiss. I mean, of course, we know that the whole moon thing is a conspiracy. Anyways, that shit never happened. <laughs> you but believe if in we the moon. Did, yeah, people believe in the moon. Fools. This is a hologram. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Let me see here. The fax machine was invented. I was just... <laughs> Did you were you looking at that same one the same in year in 1843? Yeah, this the the year the first wagon crossed the Oregon Trail, Oregon, yeah. Oregon, Oregon, Orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that O state. The fax machine was. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. The fax machine was invented in 1843. How the fuck did that work? There weren't even any. Were there telephone lines in 1843? Like, how do you send a fax? Well, oh, there were probably telegraph, right? There probably was telegraph lines. Yeah, I'm thinking there were. This one says it used a combination of synchronized pendulums, electronic probes, and electrochemically sensitive paper to scan documents and then send the information over a series of wires to be reproduced. Electronic probes, that's what the Martians use, right? Yeah. For on your, your rectum? For your butt. Yeah. Your beehole. Get on, man. We're doing butt stuff. <laughs> You could take Move up, Scotty. <laughs> you could take the London Underground to the last public hanging in the UK, eighteen sixty eight. Could you imagine going to guillotine a public execution? I will say that. Guillotine you would rather have a guillotine? Fuck yeah. I, I just don't want to be executed. I mean I don't <laughs> want to, but in a series Could you could you imagine though, like if you were to live back when public executions went on? Would you have gone? I mean, probably, because let's face it, like, we try to think of what we would do based on... I probably would go to one. We think of of what we would do in the past based on how we live now, and how we live now is based on the world we live in now. If we lived then, Mm -hmm. we would probably be like the people then, like, oh shit, like, I haven't done anything for months and there's a public (laughs) hanging, like, come on, it's a family (laughs) day. Let's go watch a murder, guys. Yeah, it's a family day, like, let's do it. Like Have a picnic. Yeah, it'd be great, dude. Like the fam. Yeah, because I... See your cousin, Barry? Like... <laughs> What's up, Ishmael? <laughs> um, I, yeah, because I definitely am curious. I mean, I have looked up videos of people being executed and, yeah, you're, and stuff you're like morbid. that. Yeah, you're morbid. I've done but, it, too. But it's one of those, like, I've only looked them up to see it once. You know what I mean? Like, I looked it up because the curiosity is there of, like, what it is. Or I've seen, you know, the videos of... People getting executed in the streets as we see today, which is unfortunate. But so I think I would go for curiosity's sake, but I don't think it's something I would ever make a family event. But if you, but if you lived in the time when it happened, you probably because you wouldn't. I mean, you'd like to think you'd still be the way you are, but a large part of the way we are is based. Yeah, but uh, I've broken. It's nature versus nurture. You know what I mean? But I mean, like I look in the same way of like I've broken bones, and every single time I see somebody else break a bone, like it kills me a little bit inside. So I would not. I don't think I would ever actively. But you wouldn't have had. You wouldn't have had YouTube and Netflix to keep you entertained. You'd be like shit. Like I said. Like I said before. It's like oh my god, I've been bored for months. I mean, maybe I'd go like quarter mile or half you'd probably down the road. you would probably be in the crowd throwing tomatoes at the condemned 
and like cheering on their impending doom. Like tomatoes are good food, though. I wouldn't want to waste food. I mean, I don't know about back then. I I don't know, man. Things just things. I can't. It's hard to say what we would have done had we lived in a different time and era. Yeah, I did. I I saw something on this recently where it was um. It was actually a, a black teacher talking about the Underground Railroad. Oh, yeah. He was an, oh, he works he at works Ohio State Ohio. University. Yeah, yeah, and he was saying how, like, he asks the class, like, would you have been for the Underground Railroad? And everyone's like, everyone's hand shoots like, yeah. up. And he's like, yeah, that's that's not the way it would have been. No, because <laughs> if, if everybody was for it, it wouldn't have been underground. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And, it, yeah, because it's hard, it's hard to place ourselves in a different time and place without thinking how we think based on the time and place we do live and in. also the way you think is directly related to the the society that, that you pushes grew, toward yeah. like they 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 make yeah. you feel like you have to be a certain exactly way. Conform, conform. if i lived in salem i'd probably even though uh, side note they didn't burn witches in salem you know they hung them but you know for, for the them. sake for the sake of of this uh dark humor i'd probably <laughs> be out there like burn them burn them all you know because why not like it up was all it was your flint and stone it was all the, the rage i'd be like come on this ain't happening fast enough <laughs> princess diana and mother Teresa died days apart in 1997 Mother Teresa was old as fuck and not <laughs> quite a decent person. I'm not going to get into that, but if anybody wants to know, you can look into it. I, she, she was not the saint she is portrayed to be. I don't remember specifically why she isn't, but I do know, I have read before that she's got some stuff. Well, just a quick summary here. Though. She pushed a view of living in squalor and poverty was better than actually helping people get out of that because it brought them closer to Jesus. You know what I mean? So instead of like helping people who were basically down and out, she just kind of did what it, what it took to sustain that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of working to eradicate it. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. So instead of working towards betterment, she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> I'm just going to say. She's kind of like, be like Jesus. Yeah. Have no money or health care. NASA was exploring space by the time scientists could agree on plate tectonics, 1967. Yeah, for a long time, um, scientists did not fully understand or, I mean, I guess you could argue we still don't fully understand. Maybe we do. I'm not a scientist. Yeah, it wasn't until recent history that we, you know, scientists, I guess. I shouldn't say we because, again, I'm not a scientist. Got but it wasn't until it wasn't until recent history that they agreed that the crust of the earth moves <laughs> and that's what makes mountains and valleys right. and created the oceans and well created different oceans throughout Tectonic time. Plates. That that should be um that'd be a good name for a metal band, Plate Tectonics. Tectonic plates. Or tectonic plates. <laughs> We're dropping tectonic plates on we your We move ways. mountains. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, dude! Well, <laughs> Pris- hold on. Prisoners arrived. This is this is crazy and horrifying at the same time. Prisoners arrived at Auschwitz, the famous Nazi Auschwitz. death camp. Yeah, Auschwitz, Auschwitz. You know that word? I can't say Auschwitz. Auschwitz, the horrid <laughs> Nazi death camp. Prisoners arrived just days after McDonald's was founded in 1940. Well, you needed to have a Happy Meal after oh, one Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the genocide of millions of people is not funny, but no. what Megan just said kind of was. 
I mean, here, here's a crazy thing. And I think I've said this in another uh, episode we did. My grandmother, um, who was one of five sisters and she had two brothers, they all grew up in Hitler's Germany. They weren't like their parents, as far as I know it, were not members of the Nazis. Because people, I think, forget that the Nazis were a that was a political party. Yep. It's not like every single German was a Nazi. You know what I mean? The Nazis were a political group. But my, I guess my great grandfather, I guess my my grandmother's father, um, he was one of the millions of Germans who were put back to work because of things that Hitler did, which came to be, you know, discovered that he was building up the military to try to take over the world. Yeah. But you know, they they had just gone through like most of the world, I believe, the the horrid depression and everything. And um, Germany had also been solely blamed for World War One, which may or may not have been justified. I'm not really an expert in it. Mm -hmm. And they were uh, ordered to pay restitution to probably everybody else that was involved in World War One um, for the war. So they were they were hit pretty hard. And I'm not sympathizing with what the Nazis or what the Nazis did or what the German people. I guess kind of stood idly by for the most part and allowed to happen. Sure, I'm just saying, yeah, <laughs> I, I am a little biased, but, <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, from, from your average German standpoint, you know, say my great grandfather there, mm -hmm. he just needed to feed his family and himself. You know what I mean? And Hitler put him back to work. So at least well, for a time, there was that uh, admiration and support for Adolf Hitler because he was doing right by the German people. Yeah. I mean, well, that's kind of the point of like what we're talking about society. Like you are kind of pushed by what society around you is. And yeah. if you are just a person trying to provide and there's somebody providing, it's, it's the same thought of like, you know, like drugs and stuff. Like even if. If you're not doing the evil thing, somebody else will. Right. You know, so yeah, some people don't see evil things as evil because evil things are good for them. I uh, I wish I would have talked more to my grandmother because she was the oldest of the five sisters. Um, she died in 2006. The last one that's alive is my Aunt Lottie, and she lives out in Seattle. She's in her 80s now. I don't talk to her often, regrettably, but uh, when I do, it, it always reminds me of my grandmother because they all had that thick German accent right. still, right? And uh, my mom, who was also born in Germany, had lost that years ago because she came here when she was nine. Mm -hmm. She never came back or went back to Germany. I've talked to Lottie a little bit about it, but she doesn't remember too much because she was very young, even when Hitler fell and the Nazis fell and all that. But grandmother, she said, would have known more about mm -hmm. it, but she's been dead for 14 years. So um, unfortunately, I never I didn't want to like ever hash up any old wounds or anything or, right. you know, un I kind of do wish I'd have talked to her more like, what was it like? You know what I mean? The brothers, they never left Germany. They died years ago. But yeah, it's crazy to think, you know what I mean? Crazy. For me, it is. It's crazy to think that I have, you know, that like direct family that yeah. lived in that in place there. in that time during that time. Like, you know, I, I often wondered because, you know, you hear stories about, um, well, male uh, kids being enlisted in different Nazi programs to try to condition them to, to be the kind of Germans Hitler wanted. Yeah. And the same thing with German girls almost where they were enlisted in these large groups where, I mean, Hitler wanted people to make babies, dude. And I often wonder. He wanted like, that superior race. Yeah, I often, <laughs> I wondered, I don't think my grandmother or any of her sisters were ever caught up in any of that. I mean, uh, as far as I know, they lived in kind of a rural areas but again i kind of regret asking like did you ever almost get caught up did you know about right. it did you ever see anybody did you know anybody who was in that yes. i can't hitler's youth i think is what it was called i don't remember if that's what it was called for the male or the females or just in general for the children of germany it was called hitler's youth but 
Yeah, I noticed you said something about like you were you didn't want to ask questions to you know bring up bad memories or stuff, but I was thinking like every you would have to think that some older people would want to tell younger generations, but it's like the the level of naivety, you know, how, yeah. when is a child old enough or curious enough to understand to, this? To comprehend that. And it's almost like whenever you kill the question asking of children or you make them second guess almost hurting feelings, because that's one of those things is that's why kids hurt feelings sometimes and they're honest because they genuinely have that curiosity. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that would be the time whenever to ask those questions and and see even if you get an answer or not whether they want to answer or not mom you know? told me that my grandmother had a friend of hers a little girl that i i believe was a little jewish girl mm -hmm. who was taken by the nazis and it's horrifying you can only assume whatever happened to her i don't think my grandmother ever saw her again yeah it's it's heartbreaking really is i literally think of the kids at the border like every time yeah it's insane yeah it's sad let me see here Enough about uh, depressing history. The last well, let's, let's let's touch on depressing one second longer because I was I saw oh, another thing yeah, about yeah. the guillotine, um, that the guillotine was still being used when Star Wars came out. Yeah, that's I said that one already. Oh, is that one you said? Yeah. I didn't hear yeah. you say that's that. That's crazy one. though, dude. Yeah, because I was. It, it, yeah, it always baffles me because we you think of those types of execution methods as being so archaic. You know what I mean? Like you're talking like yeah, French like Revolution times. Not, yeah, not even in our. I mean, that's two, That's two years before my sister was born. Yeah. You know, my mom was alive when people yeah. were still getting their. Your mom was alive when people yeah. were still getting their heads lobbed. And off. it's one of those like, did they did they realize it? Did they realize that? Oh, over in France right now, somebody got executed. They got their head chopped off today. The guillotine. The guillotine. Um, Sorry, I missed you something, saying that. No, it's fine. Something <laughs> about, uh, I'm only like directly talking into your ears right now. It's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> so, something, I'm, I'm trying to think, and I know I don't have all my facts straight on it, but something about the man it was named after, like, uh, didn't ever want to be associated with it. Like, oh, I can't remember. I've, I've heard something name. about that, yeah. Let me see. The last known widow of a Civil War vet Maudie Hopkins, seen here Maud. at her Lex Ark home in 2004 at 89 years old, died in 2008. That's the same year Barack Obama won his first presidential election. Mm. So a fucking widow of a Civil War veteran died the same year Barack Obama won his election. Mm. That is insanity. Yeah. That, that is. is crazy, man. I wonder what her comments on it were. I, I read somewhere once that there are still people alive today. Now, they're either children or, I think, children of vets. But there are still pensions being paid out from Civil War veterans <laughs> to, like, next of kin or something like wow. that. Like, it's insane. It's, yeah, it's that close. Oh, there's the, uh, I got that Harvard one you were talking about, how it existed before calculus. Oh, let me see. Yeah, this is saying, too, of President John Tyler's... Uh, grandsons are still alive. Yeah, yeah, I was reading that earlier before we actually started recording. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane because Tyler Taylor, whatever, he was um, he was fairly old when he had his son, and his son was really old when he had his two sons. Mm -hmm. uh, look at this. Uh, ecstasy was invented the same year the Titanic sank. Well, I guess with a tragedy <laughs> like that, you need a new drug to escape it all. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Orville Wright was still alive when Hiroshima and Nagasaki were bombed, 1945. Could you imagine being one of the people who basically invented modern, like, succeeded in modern flight, and you're still alive to watch this 
metal monstrosity compared to the paper airplane you flew dropping these horrific bombs on another country like it's insane it's insane i i often have said and and you kind of alluded to this earlier when you were talking about how fast we progress Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i've i've said it's so weird to me right like People, it, it, you could go back to Leonardo da Vinci and he has drawings of like helicopter type machines. People were talking about horseless carriages and flying like birds and making attempts at all these things for centuries before anybody succeeded mm-hmm. at doing any of them. But it's like once we finally succeed at it, it's like right? no One time at all, other. dude. It just fucking zooms like at the speed of light, you know? Because like I said, Orville and Wilbur Wright, what, they they flew in, when did they fly Kitty Hawk? It was in the 1900s, right? It wasn't, yeah, it was the early 1900s. Here it is, like maybe a hundred, you know, a hundred or so, give or take, years later, and we've got supersonic flight. We're going into space. Like, it's insane how fast. Because it's like, once that- Cars, I mean. Because it's like that- um, I think uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson says it's like every scientist stands on the shoulder of the one before them. So it's like whenever somebody's already built the foundation and you don't have to do the hard work to get to that point. It's easy to improve upon. It's so much easier to improve on an idea than yeah. it is to create and invent yeah, one. Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. And that's been shown time and time again with countless. I think that's another reason why there's probably so many conspiracies that go around is because we've gotten so far in information and facts and history that we're to this point where it's like now you just have to build on it with your own and people are building crazy yeah yeah it's nuts because it's so much harder to come up with a new reality or it's so much easier to come up with a new reality than to just you know continue following the one that we have right right uh you were gonna read one over there yeah i was gonna um the jewelry company tiffany and company it was founded before italy was even a country holy shit (laughs) Holy shit. So we've had this jewelry company around longer than this country. You know, you think of, it is crazy to think that like when Rome, the Roman Empire existed, there was not a country, Italy. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It's it's nuts. It was, it was, yes. Yeah, it, it was Rome, like Rome was like both a nation and a city. Like, I don't know. It was, it's weird. Yeah. Charles Louis Tiffany and John B. Young founded Tiffany and Young in 1837 and then became Tiffany and Co. in 1853, while Rome was officially on holdout for a number of years up until 1861. Blows your mind, man. <laughs> Macy's was actually founded in 1858, so also before Italy became a country. Uh, let me see here. The Eiffel Tower was inaugurated in 1889 for the World's Fair, which was the same year Van Gogh's Starry Night was painted. Wow. If anybody is not familiar with the paintings, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm familiar with it. I know mm. the painting. Um, it is. It's quite beautiful. Isn't he the one who lobbed off his own ear, or is that a myth? No, it's Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know what? Chop. He was, um, I believe... He was also rumored to be homosexual or asexual. I he, think it was asexual, had, I think. He had something going um, on in that. Tesla was too, Nikola Tesla. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that some of the most brilliant minds are the most disturbed and unstable and complicated people. 
um, because they literally see the world through a lens that the rest of us still have. So the Chicago Cubs within the last several years won the World Series, right? That was like a big deal because mm-hmm. they hadn't won in a long time. In fact, it had been so long since they won that the last time it happened before that, 1908, the Ottoman Empire still existed. Yeah. Isn't that kind of nuts? <laughs> I was. Uh, that team sucks. I was. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm just joking. I have no idea because I'm not a sports fan. Yeah, I they, mean, they probably suck. I mean, considering that they have a one World Series, it's kind of. It's, it, it, it is, lends that they probably aren't the best. It's you know, it's the same thing with like our our one of our professional teams here in Ohio, the Browns. Yeah. Um, which Brownie is a diehard fan. It's crazy that like some of these because you think about music, man. If a band puts out enough shitty albums, they could have used to have been your favorite band. You don't, if you don't like it. Well, you're. I don't. You'll be like, nah. I don't like their new. I used to love Marilyn Manson stuff. I still like Manson, but not really any of his new stuff. Right. You know what I mean? But like with sports, like I'm not gonna go out and buy Manson's album just because it's Manson. You know what I mean? Right. But sports fans, like your team, could just be abysmal, and you would just still it feels like fight loving. tooth and nail to support them. It's insane. It's like Insanity. loving an abusive family. Like yeah. they're just hurting you constantly, but you're like, but I still love y'all. Oh my god, the Colosseum, which everybody should know in Rome, where all the gladiatorial fights occurred, mm-hmm. uh, it was unveiled in 80 A.D around the same time the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles and the Bible were written. Wow. That 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 ties back to what I was saying about certain parts of the world being so, when I was talking about China, advanced though, versus, being so advanced mm-hmm. and other parts of the world being, like, still really stuck in, like, a much older time. Right. Because, I mean, look at the Romans were doing. If anybody, you know, look at the pictures of the Colosseum. And other people were still writing on papyrus and like wandering through the desert. And I mean, you can't fault them. A lot of it is just like the time and place, you know, in the culture they lived in. But it's just, I don't know, it's mind boggling that like two starkly different realities could exist at the same time like that. Well, and that's kind of all over in that Middle Eastern, like in that kind of general area. So you would have to think that on some level, there had to have been awareness of other groups of people that also inhabited those areas. Yeah. And stories travel. You know what well, I mean? Well, and the Who's... Romans were, were definitely, I guess, cultured. You know, I mean, at least like they had expanded so much and traveled so far and, mm-hmm. and seen so much. I'm sure they were aware of parts of the Middle East. Well, I was also thinking of just like stories traveling. So who's to say that some of the stories that were being written weren't being written about these, you know, great men, these gladiators in a faraway land, just changing, you know, names and stuff like that to make a really good story. So the first underground line in London, um, an underground, basically a subway, the first underground line in London was opened on January 10th, 1863. At that time, the Civil War was still raging in the United States. Again. Just nuts, dude. Night and day. (laughs) It's nuts. It is. It's crazy. Charlie Chaplin. He died in 1977. That same year, Apple was incorporated. 1977 was a crazy year. Yeah, it does seem to be that way. There's quite a few. um, Because the Star Wars and the guillotine. Yeah, the Star Wars, the guillotine. Like, wow. The 70s, man. Wow. (laughs) Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. Uh, side note, I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. 
fucking sue me. The books are pretty good. Uh, I, you know, I never read the books that then become movies. I always hear that from people like it and the Langoliers, um, the Stan, like all the Stephen King ones. And stuff Audible like, books. That's like what I did. people were like, "Oh, the book was better," and I'm like, "Yeah, I wouldn't know. I'm like, I'd rather watch I a mean, visual rep- representation of it." So Harry Potter and um, Ready Player One and. Oh, is it Flowers in the Attic? I think is another one. Like, there's only been a few books that I've I've read the books and I've seen the movie. I don't tend to be that crowd, but it's one of those like, why does it have to be better or worse? In the sense of like, sometimes people take a little bit of like direct, like if if somebody's going to reimagine a book to a movie, they might have a little bit of a change here or there if they make it things it flows better, like. I try to go into both of them objectively and just like enjoying it for what it is. It's like, it doesn't have to be exactly the same to be good or bad. I've right. never understood that. Right. Yeah. Some people are just really anal about things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it says uh, that the Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows. this actually doesn't seem that crazy to me, but uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows was published in the summer of 2007, the same summer the first iPhone model was released. Now, what seems crazier than that? to me is that we just got smartphones less than 20 years ago and like look yeah. how far they've come now. I remember my boss coming in with the first iPhone and trying to figure it out and getting it to work and how everybody was just a buzz about it. Like I remember this. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it wasn't. I remember using pagers, man, and like going to the pager store and like buying different colored cases for your pager and like pagers were all the rage and we talked about like different codes that you fucking, you know, page people with to like right. indicate different things you wanted. It was like I remember being like, "Oh, I'm getting beat, man. Got to find a payphone." <laughs> <laughs> The Brooklyn Bridge was being built during the Battle of Little Bighorn, 1876. Microsoft was founded while Spain was still a fascist dictatorship, 1975. I don't know how many are on this list. Oh, I think just a few more because it says 36, and that was number 32. Abraham Lincoln was assassinated on April 15, 1865, just a few months before the Secret Service was created. Mm, too little, too late. I thought the Secret Service, now I guess they didn't, because the Secret Service was first created. The, their their primary role, I don't know if, how many people know this, but the primary job of the Secret Service is not to protect the president. The primary mm. role of the Secret Service today is to detect and thwart and prevent counterfeiting. That's their job. That's their main job. Yeah, it's kind of like a side hustle to protect the president. <laughs> um, I mean, they got to be super secret about it, you know. Prince William and Kate Middleton were married on April 29th, 2011, just a few days before Osama bin Laden was killed. Feels like longer. What, that since bin Laden was killed or since William and Kate got married? I mean, I guess both. (laughs) (laughs) Spanish surrealist artist Salvador Dali died in 1989. I was six years old. I was Um, 30. The same year, actor Daniel Radcliffe, actress Hayden, uh, oh... Panetary? Yeah. Okay, I'm glad I got that right. And Houston rapper uh, Kirko Bangs were born. Hmm, I don't well, know the, the, the last only one. The only person I know, is, the only people out of that list I know is Salvador Dali and Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that is it. And finally, the Magna Carta was signed in 1215, the same year Beijing was captured and burned by the Mongols under the direction of Genghis Khan. The Magna Carta is um, a very important historical document. 
very, very important historical document. One that is still, um, I know, right? Still used. So much. Oh, here we go. Yellowstone National Park was created in 1872, just one year after the German states unified into modern day Germany. Uh, Germany's got a troubled (laughs) history, man. (laughs) Trouble. We're making parks and they're destroying countries. It's crazy. They're destroying people. (laughs) Crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, I noticed a lot of these lists have a lot of murdery death stuff. They're like, hey, do you know this type of genocide was happening during this pleasant thing in another place? <laughs> it's nuts, man. It's nuts. Hey, here's another. This is a, a different site. There's there's not nearly as many on this one. But uh, in 1820, an entire town held a trial against tomatoes. Against tomatoes. Against tomatoes. It says the tangy red fruit was once considered evil and poisonous by much of the world. To dispel the rumors that tomatoes were lethal, Robert Gibbon Johnson ate a basket full of them in front of a crowd in Salem, New Jersey, who were astonished to see that he hadn't killed over from one bite. That's <laughs> just... That's crazy. Too acidic. And then, um, I, I was talking about this earlier... Speaking of tomatoes, ketchup was once actually sold as medicine. Everything used to be medicine. Oh, you feeling down? Do some cocaine. Eat some ketchup, you know? Masturbate. (laughs) Oh, I knew this one. Uh, The Roman Emperor Caligula. 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 Yeah, I can talk today. Um, This is why I record myself, because I'm such a good orator. With the words and stuff. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I'm good with letters strung together. Um, Caligula planned to make his favorite horse a senator. I knew that. Did you? Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, couldn't he just say no to everything? He though? was quite crazy. He's like, nay, nay, <laughs> nay. God, that's like, the dumbest joke. <laughs> he, he spoke, man. Nay. In Victorian England, people used to take pictures of their dead relatives in lifelike positions to keep as memories. And then, obviously, nobody listening can see this, but they have a picture here. Of a dead person sitting in a chair. That is uh, quite quite odd. Um, I think, uh, yeah, they, <laughs> photography has been an interesting... I, I love looking at the old pictures whenever everybody is just stone-faced. Like, they're just so sad-looking. Because I think at one point it was frowned upon to smile in pictures. Like, if yeah, you it was, smiled... Yeah, it was weird. You're like, keep a straight face and <laughs> look like everything sucks. <laughs> well, to be fair, back then, everything did you know it's just it's bringing it all back around (laughs) speaking of victorian england an unexpected fashion trend of the straight-laced era nipple piercings kinky kinky yeah well piercings have always piercings have been around for a while it has been around and and tattooing has been around too tattooing is pretty in other countries they still do it but it's basically they'll use like um wood with ink on it, and they'll kind of, like, hammer it into your skin, like, just lightly tapping these sharpened little points to tattoo your to you. Oh, yeah, I've seen video of that stuff. I would not want to get a tattoo that way. It does not look, like, I've got tattoos, and some of them, you know, were more painful than others. Not, none of them were really that painful so, uh, in, the, in the grand scheme, but I would not want to get one of those. Those look no, extremely. No, and it takes a while. Yeah. Um, some people have gotten their whole body bodies covered oh, yeah. that way. Uh, let me see. Before alarm clocks became, I could I could do this for you. Before alarm clocks became the norm, there were people called knocker uppers who would literally knock on people's window to wake them up in time for work. You gonna knock me up? Is that what you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! 
Lord Byron kept a pet bear in his dormitory while studying at Cambridge. Well, that's um, that's ballsy. Yeah. In 1923. It would, it would really be hard to study with a bear. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in the same room. I mean, maybe the bear was pretty docile. I don't know. And I night- mean, I don't know many bears. I mean, I know some <laughs> gay bears, but I don't know some like bear bears. Yeah. Um, and they don't seem like the type to just chill. They seem pretty reckless and rambunctious. I'm just going to say that I'm sure the Care Bears are not an accurate representation of bears as a whole. <laughs> that's uh, that's my guess. In 1923, a jockey died in the middle of a race, but still won. That's. I mean, <laughs> it's impressive. It's impressive that he's doing better in death than I am in life. But also, what? <laughs> like, oh. how did he stay on top of the horse is what I want to know. I, yeah, I, I guess he, he must have been mounted on that thing pretty Genuine, damn like, pretty, really, pretty well. Because it would be crazier to think if he's like, you know, just hanging on by an ankle. And <laughs> just getting dragged <laughs> through the dirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> like he's Would you technically crazy. win if you dismounted your horse, though? I don't know. Would it I don't be a know. dismount if you still are? Oh my god! Butt? Oh dear God! Uh, the here, here's one to um, you know really get your appetite going. The ancient Romans often used stale urine as mouthwash. <laughs> In one hand, they were building these great architectural structures, and on the other hand, they were drinking piss. I mean, at least their breath wouldn't smell shitty. But I oh, don't think it's smelling nice, good. Nice, nice. Nice. <laughs> and the wonders of stale urine never seemed to cease since it was later used to make colored dyes brighter and more effective. Uh, dude, I'm going to see somebody like, oh, man, your shirt's kind of fading from all the washes. Here, let me piss on it for a second. That'll help. Well, the other thing you got to think of is, like, they must not have drank very much water back then. Because if, you're dark, if your pee is that dark to dye things... You're, uh, you're a little dehydrated. So much like athletes today, Roman gladiators often became celebrities and even endorsed products. And their sweat was considered an aphrodisiac. Mm. Ooh, the sweaty bod <laughs> makes me so, so sultry. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the pheromones are nice, but it definitely depends on the person. Oh, I knew this too. Um Joseph Stalin would have his photos retouched to remove people he didn't like. It's like, why were you, why are you getting your picture with them in the first He's place? Like every basic girl who has a falling out with her BFF, and then they get cut from the photo. Between, <laughs> like we didn't, we didn't actually know each other. It's like I've seen him in passing. That's it. Um, I was gonna say actually interesting fact on the pheromone thing um, with the with the sweaty guys is way back in the day before you know we're smart enough to really know this um our sense of smell to other people was keen to the point where pheromones from family members and close relatives would actively be revolting um and you would be attracted to people other people's pheromones who were not related to you so you didn't inbreed as often oh which that's which makes sense. Way to go nature. Which makes sense because, like, you know, like, I've, wouldn't you know, I've got brothers and both of them, like, I remember growing up and, you know, my older brother was like a wrestler and then younger brother is just a boy. They're always sweaty and just <laughs> gross. And they stunk so bad. But there are, I have been attracted to men who it's like, oh, your, your smell's doing Part it. Part of me wants to say, like, do you need the sense of smell to know who is and who isn't related to you? But I guess if you go back far enough in human history... 
you know, we're talking hundreds when of thousands or millions of years. you don't have record-keeping of family members, you're all living right, in communities right. together. You could easily fuck your cousin. Yeah, uh, easily. So some people, Some people evolved. knowingly do it today. I mean, <laughs> Einstein married his first or second cousin, I believe. I mean, it happens. Yeah. One of our presidents, I think, married um, and, uh, a family member. He did his goddaughter. Um, no, some, one of them, I think, married their cousin, too. I don't know. Yeah. Um, between the 11th and 19th century, a number of Buddhist monks successfully mummified themselves. I've heard about that. That's crazy. Wait, they did it to themselves? Yeah, they did it to themselves. It How? says uh, they adopted a practice called, I'm not even trying. <laughs> if you want to know what the practice of self-mummification was called, anybody listening, you can go ahead and Google it, and best <laughs> of luck to you. But anyways... They would gradually uh, wean themselves off food and water and essentially starve themselves to death over the course of a thousand days. It was believed that by successfully mummifying themselves, the monks would achieve true enlightenment. Wow. Oh, have you heard this one? I've, I've heard about this before. A novel about a seemingly unsinkable ship. And I actually just read earlier. I, I don't know if it's true, but apparently the owners of the Titanic um, or the, the people who built it, whatever, never actually claimed that it was unsinkable. But that I don't I, I cannot verify that I wasn't around. But a novel about a seemingly unsinkable ship that was hit by an iceberg was published in 1898, 14 years before the Titanic sunk. Conspiracy much? <laughs> Um, and I mean, how many, how many, you know, fake icebergs do you need to sink a ship? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It was definitely a missile or something like that. It was. It was a <laughs> torpedo, no doubt. I think it was aliens. And finally, perhaps the we- wildest of all, Charlie Chaplin once entered a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest and came <laughs> in 20th place. Could you imagine? They're like, nah, you don't really look like him. Be like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Thanks. That's nuts, man. I saw um, Adele had done something like that. There was there was some performance over in Britain somewhere where it was an Adele lookalike contest, and then all these girls dressed up like her, and they go up and they start singing, and she went into it, and she put, like, a fake nose on and, like, a fake chin or something like that. Just small prosthetics, and she's just mingling with them, and they're all having, a you know, a grand old time, and then she gets up on the stage and all the women are sitting in the front row, and you can just see the looks on their faces like, that's, is that her? That's not her. There's no way. She's really good. There's no way. <laughs> like, just the gears turning. <laughs> I love those, um, I don't know, interesting factoids, though. Well, because they're interesting, right? Right. Who doesn't like knowing things that they didn't know before? Yeah, I mean, none of this will put food on the table or pay your water bill, but, hey, it's cool shit to know. <laughs> and, uh... We hope you've enjoyed knowing it. I know we have. Yep. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Another Smart Ass Perspective. Those are some interesting things we just learned. They are. Um, the world is a strange place. <laughs> it's very strange. The whole... I think a lot of it, too, is just the realization of how time works and how big the world is and how you have so many people doing so many different things all at the same time. Yeah. And you don't realize the parallels. No, you don't. It's always um, kind of mind boggling when things get kind of put in perspective, like the whole woolly mammoths were still around when the pyramids were being built or that Orville Wright was, you know, alive when the nuclear bombs were dropped on Japan, like 
It's just mind blowing. Yeah, it really boggles the mind. Boggles so, my mind. Yeah, it's and it's just fun learning new things. It, it always expands your own perspective to really see the world as more unified than different. Like we're all on our own journeys, doing different things even at the same time. You yeah, know? yeah. Making making moves. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if you want to make a move and help us out. Name Subway. <laughs> Do our closing stuff. Um, you know, you can always send us information. We like cool things, so send us anything that you think is cool. Um, our email address is another smart perspective at gmail.com. You can always get our episodes on our website at another smart perspective.captivate.fm. Um, and you know, we're on Facebook, Twitter, all those places. So check us out, hit us up, drop us a line. We love hearing from you. Later. <laughs>